You know, the end goal when we are facilitating these calls with new HubSpot clients is is that we want to move them away from those shiny toys, yeah. right? And we want them focused on more holistic, overarching view yep. of what this software is going to do for the entire organization, not yep. just for who we're speaking to on the call, but broader than that, cross departments. How yep. are they all going to talk to each other? So yep. we're thinking bigger. And so with that, the how is we're not giving room or too much room for them to sit on and harper on about the shiny toys like we will get to them and we're going to have some quick wins right out the gate just so they can use the tool get excited but the idea behind these calls is to just not give those shiny toys too much room because we have to focus on the bigger picture and clients ultimately they don't know they're going down that process we're leading them down that process and they they love it every time this is how we stop our clients getting distracted from shiny toys that don't move the needle Oh, welcome to the Marketing Mentors Podcast brought to you by Red Pandas Digital. I am Tasha and joined by, of course, the one and only Linda. Thank you, T. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, that was that was pretty cool and so true. Like how many times do clients come to us with like some new shiny, fancy tech gadget toy strategy <laughs> idea that we're like, whoa, where does this come from? What's going on? What are we doing? Weekly, in every call. Yeah, yeah, literally, (laughs) literally all the time. I'm excited to talk about this one. Um, Mainly for like, from my point of view, a lot of my role is onboarding implementation of HubSpot, which if you're not familiar with it by now and you've been listening for a while, it's a sales and marketing automation tool. uh, And then some, you can check it out on our website if you want, or just Google what is HubSpot. That'll probably give you a better answer. Yeah. But uh, a lot of what I do, and Linda does some of this as well, is onboarding and implementation. and. This is the perfect example of clients getting distracted by shiny new toys Mm. because they come in, they've just purchased a decent amount of this mammoth software and it's our role to onboard them onto it, the the software part that they bought, but also not get them distracted by all of the shiny new toys or apps inside of HubSpot that are going to distract them from achieving a bigger outcome or a bigger goal. And it's funny because I feel like when we have these calls, you more so in particular, T, when we have these calls with new like HubSpot clients, that is the first thing that they want to go oh, to usually. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's it's something that they can show like quick wins yeah. and, you know, show the other people in their team, these new tools they're implementing straight away. So it yeah. is often the first place people want to go to. And yeah. it's funny because they do consider that, um, that new tool or that shiny new tool or feature, something that will move the needle. Yeah. But in fact, we think different to that. Yeah. And we we kind of go in a different direction to what they actually initially think is going to move the needle for Yeah, them. 100%. And don't get me wrong, we're all for quick wins and we will definitely share some of those in this example. But for every new um, HubSpot onboarding that mm. we get – and this theory, look, I know this is very niche, obviously, towards HubSpot onboarding, like a software onboarding, but guys, this theory can apply with anything, really. Like, if yeah. you look at this in a broader picture and like bigger type of scale, this theory that we're talking about can be applied anywhere. Mm. New client comes to us and we get, on average, I don't know, like between four to 12 new clients a month yeah. that we divvy up between the team. Purely for HubSpot. Purely yeah. for HubSpot that we have to onboard onto the software. So we're meeting these new people all the time. We're having these the same calls over and over again. Mm. And what's one of the first things that we take them through, Linda, in that first call? Yeah, going through the customer journey yeah. in its entirety. Yeah. yeah. And I can't tell you the amount of times that I've had people, sales, marketers, business owners, service, customer service people go, 
oh, my God, Tasha, this mm. is amazing. Can you send it to me? And I'm like, this is yours. I'm like, yeah. I'm sending you the link now and I'm yeah. sending you the mind map. And actually we're going to link to it in these show notes because this is a really good resource for anyone that's yeah. like, I don't even know what a customer journey map is. But in that first call we have with them, we do mm-hmm. some expectation setting. We, you know, obviously manage the scene and then we get into the like the first thing, which is what Linda said, the strategy, which is customer yeah. journey mapping, what it is, how to do it. Sometimes they've already got one. And we're like, cool, okay, we might like just tease it out a little bit, see if we can add some value there. If they got it and they love it, then we're not going to, you know, we're yeah. not going to stuff with it. But most of the time clients don't have it mm. and that tends to be the first piece of homework that we give them. And they don't know that that's actually what they need yep. as opposed to a meetings link, mm-hmm. as opposed to creating a snippet in HubSpot. Yep. You know, in this first call that we often have with our HubSpot clients, they um, – We'll try and identify some problems that they're trying to solve, yep. right? So we can work towards those goals throughout the onboarding period and make sure that they're set up for success for those. But a lot of those problems for me anyway, T, I don't know about you, but I often see a lot of those problems as, oh, you know, we, we need um, to be able to generate more um, uh, reports yep. so we can have more oversight on yeah, our, yeah. our deals. Or follow or, up quote sends. Yeah, yeah. Better. Yeah, yeah, or like, I, you know, I need I need a, a meeting link. Very tactical. Link so yeah, I can, very tactical. Yeah, they're very tactical. Yeah. And then – once we start to understand a little bit more about them and we kind of move into a customer journey mapping process, yeah. we start to identify that there's actually some fundamental gaps because oh. they don't have their customer journey mapped out. Yeah. And whilst we're working towards closing those gaps, perhaps it's the transition from marketing to sales That's it. and leads getting lost yep. in that process. There. Or just not setting a reminder for yep. a task. Yeah. Like how many times if you're a salesperson or even if you're just, just a person in general, have you sent an email and then forgot that you sent an email? Yeah. And just like not remembered it for months or whatever it might be. Yeah. So it's this idea of, yeah, like Linda said, getting that customer journey map. We, we, we educate them on it and the unique selling point of this type of program that we do here at Red Pandas is we empower the clients to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Of course, we can do it for you. That's a different project cost. Yeah. But this one here, we give you our strategic guidance, coaching and support for you to get it done. By all means, you can bring it back to us and we can have a look at it together. But ultimately, once you've done that, mm. then we can get into the nitty-gritty of the awesome shiny tools inside HubSpot. And there's heaps. Yeah. And we're excited to talk about them with you as well. But we have seen it been done the wrong way too many times yeah. and we get to the end of onboarding and people don't feel like they've achieved much because they're like, cool, I've got this really robust software that I have got all these workflows and emails and templates and sequences firing and tasks, yep. and tasks but like what's the big picture? What am I actually trying to achieve? Yep. How am I moving someone through the purchasing decisions yep. that they need to in order to you know buy from us? Mm-hmm. So that customer journey map, I can't like we can't understate it. We can't yeah. not not talk about it enough. Yeah. Um, and yeah, in the show notes you can get the link to the article that we share with all of our clients. It's a ten minute read. In that article, there is a really cool uh, mind map that we use Miro for, and you can clone it and use it as your own template. Yeah. And little plug: if you are in Sydney on October thirty first, thirty first, yes. Yep. You can come and see myself speak about this exact topic, customer journey mapping, mm. uh, at the Waterview in Homebush, Bicentennial Park. Uh, I've got some awesome discounts for our listeners. Head over to the episode show notes for this one and you can get discounts on that. Nice too. Um, but, yeah, little plug. <laughs> I think um, with that and I, before we do jump off it, I think, you know, the end goal when we are facilitating these calls with new HubSpot clients is is that we want to move them away from those shiny toys, yeah. right? And we want them focused on 
a more holistic overarching view yep. of what this software is going to do for the entire organization, not yep. just for who we're speaking to on the call, but broader than that, cross departments, how yep. are they all going to talk to each other? So yep. we're thinking bigger. And so with that, the how is we're not giving room or too much room for them to sit on and harper on about the shiny toys. Yeah. Like we will get to them and we're going to have some quick wins right out the gate yeah. just so they can use the tool, get excited. Yep. But the idea behind these calls is to just not give those shiny toys too much room because yep. we have to focus on the bigger picture. Yeah. And clients ultimately they don't know they're going down that process. We're leading them down that process yep. and they, they love it every time. Oh, you get to call two and three with them. And you start to get to like you get your hands dirty with the tools now, and they're like, "Oh, Tash, Linda, like I, I see now why you made me go through this." Yeah, it's coming together. The the pieces of the puzzle are, are starting to come together. Yeah, and it's incredible. And we don't want to sit there and be like, "I told you so," but like, we told you so. We told you so. <laughs> like, there's a reason. We've done enough of them to know why you need to map this customer journey map first before you get into tools. If we're talking specifically on HubSpot, connecting your inbox, creating a calendar link. A couple of templates here and there are some shiny new tools and I have had instances where clients are like, Tasha, I need to just start streamlining right away. And I'm like, okay, cool. End of the call. Let's get through strategy. End of the call. I'm going to help you with a couple of quick tactical wins. Yeah. But that is less of a priority than right. your strategy. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, client services, Linda, we need to make sure that, you know, our clients are happy and yeah. they do, they're definitely feeling that value from us. So yeah. we just frame that priority for them. Like mm. client strategy is important. You must prioritize this. Once it's done, we can get into the nitty gritty tools. Yeah. And they get it. They yeah. get it. I got told this week, um, you're very hard but fair. And I'm like, yep, that's fine. If that's what I feel you like, that's you in all aspects yeah. of life. <laughs> if like my two year old daughter could, was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If she could explain how I am, she's, you're hard but fair. So <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we will say yeah, that yeah, one. She day. probably would. It, it's true, though. Like, this is the strategy. Don't yeah. deviate from it. Yeah. Once it's done, we'll, we'll do the fun stuff. That's yeah. fine. I have no issues with that. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I guess it's it's tried and tested. Yeah. Right? That's That's the thing. We've done this so many times. We know the best way to get. Our, our clients to success exactly and it's yeah it's it's always no matter if it's a hubspot client no matter if it's a retainer client web dev project like whatever it is it always has to go back to like what are we trying to solve oh, and we have to ignore the shiny toys along the way yeah like we, we, we can't give light to those, otherwise yeah. we're not going to hit our end yeah. objective and goal. Before we do come off this one, I just got reminded of a client example I had this week yeah. and it was this the, the exact example, right? She was left, right and centre, integration, this integration, that, that report, this report, like she yeah. was throwing them at me like one after the other and I had to, at one point in the call, I said, slow down. What are you trying to achieve? And I think I had to say it three times to cut through the the noise of everything that she was talking about. And we got there. She literally said, I need to think about this more so I know what I'm working towards. Interesting. And I was like, oh, light bulb for her, light bulb for me. I'm like, that's that's the And coaching. you didn't even have to no. say no or anything no, like I said, that. What are you trying to achieve? I kept yeah. I think I asked the same question three times. Uh, the same words. I just she was just in a tangent and I was yeah. like, okay, cool, I get it. I'm going to let you do your thing but what are you trying to achieve? Bringing it back, bringing it back to customer journey mapping without me telling her bring it back. I really wanted her to get there Yeah, and she realised that, yeah, there was a bit more thinking she had to do and, and planning. So yeah. win, massive win. Like even though we didn't get the exact outcome, mm. there was still that self-discovery that she realised, mm, 
I do need to be more strategic about this. Yeah. And know what I'm tying it back to. Yeah. So it was cool. It was I love one. that. That's awesome. Yeah. It's the power of questions, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. You know, being able to ask in our position anyway. Yeah. You know, rather than telling, mm-hmm. it's always easier for us actually. Yeah. And then also for the client to understand when we just ask really good questions. Yeah. You know, for me, I'm also working in the content side of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I I recently, just off the top of my head, I had a new content manager that was coming on board with one of my clients. Yep. And I was talking to their manager, their marketing manager internally. Um, and the marketing manager thought, as everyone does, everyone thinks this, that, you know, when we start creating content in a, um, in a company, we're going to start top of funnel organic content because the traffic being the shiny toy yep. and this shiny object we want to see the metrics go up we want to see yep. the traffic we want to show that you know like this this machine is working yeah and through questions i was able to kind of allow that manager to understand or uh, yeah that that manager was able to understand that hey it's in fact not going to meet our objectives mm. of being able to get roi in a really short period of time if we start with organic content yeah and focus on content for consumers that don't know we exist, that we exist, consumers that are at the beginning of their journey, as opposed to focusing on content where people are already in your sales cycle, they're talking to your sales team, and this content is designed to equip your sales team with education that they can then share with their prospects so that they can self-educate and move through the journey faster. Um, oh, I love that. And so just much. by asking yep. certain types of questions in regards to, you know, if we're going to talk to consumers that don't know we exist and wait for them to go through their entire journey, mm. wait for these articles to crawl, to start ranking and allow all of that to happen, is that going to be a shorter or longer process than giving your sales team an article that they can pass on to a new lead that's going to educate them? Yeah much quicker and someone who's qualified it's so funny because as you're saying it i'm thinking like even though it's like we wouldn't necessarily say that's a quick win but it is yeah you think that like a marketer would think the quick win is creating really great top of funnel content mm-hmm. but in this instance where you have leads in your pipeline and there is a gap in conversion rates or you want to increase your close conversion rates yeah the real opportunity here, and this is where marketing and sales alignment has to be in, if, if it's not in play, then you can't, like this is going to be very hard for you. But the real win, if you think about it, and probably more strategic approach would be what content, and this is, I'm saying the same thing that Linda just said, just in different words, right? Mm. What content can we create for our reps that's going to help them close the deals quicker? And yeah. so when you ask that question, like Linda said, would you rather, would you rather uh, create, like you said, content earlier in the funnel that's going to take a long time to actually start seeing results or content that you can give your sales reps tomorrow mm. or two days after the review process um, that they can start using in their pipeline now yeah. and potentially close a deal, you know, three days quicker because yeah. they're educating them before getting on a call. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course we're going to go for the one that's going to give us sales quicker. And let's give context as like a yep. really simple example. So let's say meeting has been booked from sales rep to prospect. Before that meeting occurs, sales rep sends an email with a Loom video and a resource that they want this person to read prior to their meeting. Yeah. And if they don't read it, let's reschedule until you do because it's really yep, important yep. that you request this information, yeah. right? So this person then comes to the call having read that and consumed that information yep. Therefore, the call is most likely going to be a shorter call. You're talking to a more educated buyer. So what you see there is shorter sales cycles and higher conversion rates. 
is that going to generate return on investment for you quicker than a top of funnel article targeting someone who doesn't know what you do, doesn't know they have a problem yet, or maybe just understands at that point that they have a problem and has is. to go through their entire sales yeah, journey. Of course it is. Yeah. Like it's a no brainer, right? Yeah. I love that one. I love content. Yeah. Not as much as you do, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like talking about it. Yeah. That's great. No, that's a good one. And it's kind of like along those lines of shiny new toys, like don't get distracted by something that you might traditionally have thought was where you should be focusing on. Question it. Question yourself and look at things strategically. Yeah. The last topic, um, and we won't talk for too long about it because there's so much that can be talked about it, but is uh, this idea of shiny new toys and distractions, uh, obviously is AI, chat GPT, and it's not yeah. so, you can't, I guess you can't call it new anymore, right? But mm. it's there, it's everywhere you look, everywhere you talk, everything that you think about. Um, and, and guys, also don't be mistaken, we are having this discussion internally all yeah. the time. Like Moby, our CEO, is always saying, guys, like don't get too distracted just 100%. yet. And so I, I think what we're going to share today is less of a client example but just what we're going through and yeah. that is, you know, we are on this AI train, as you want to call it. Like the train has taken off. It's moving. We're not no – like you, you can get off the train but it's not stopping for anyone, right? <laughs> don't fall off. Yeah. Uh, and it's just going faster. Maybe not know it's Don't fall <laughs> oh my goodness uh but we're all on this ai train and we're all you know super excited about what it can do and what it's bringing to you know our workplace and you know things that we do outside of work as well but i think what's important for anyone listening that either is not using it but feels like they should be or is using it a little bit and thinks that they should be doing more of it which is like probably where we are yeah where we always want to be right yeah like let's be real unless you quit your job and dedicate your whole life and then some yeah to learning about AI and chat GPT, like you're not going to be able to keep up with it. It's just yeah. moving, it's moving too quick. Or oh, unless you're like a robot with like Elon Musk's brain, who knows? But <laughs> <laughs> I would say, and this is how the approach we're taking it, and I feel like it's a good pace. Um, some people within the organization are moving a little bit quicker than others, and that's absolutely fine. Yeah. As long as it's applicable to your role and it's not distracting you, the keyword's distracting. As long as it's not distracting you away from your your key. Uh, you know, things that you need to be doing in your role every yeah. day, then I'm like all for it. Um, but picking one tool, one element of AI, maybe two and applying it to your role yeah. uh, and how you can um, increase or optimize your efficiencies or productiveness with AI, then by all means. Like I know yeah. for me personally, I use Crisp and I use Avoma to make sure because I'm on a lot of calls. Mm. Crisp gets rid of the noise cancellation. Avoma does the call recording and key takeaways. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so good. The team have and been a using, transcript. Yeah. It's oh, such the transcript's awesome incredible. Tool. The team have been using Descripts for their videos, which I know is fantastic. Of course, there's ChatGPT. So like these are just a yeah. few little things. Yeah. I know you guys, the rest of the team probably have another whole list of things they're doing. But, but I think the key point there, T, is um, look at your role and yeah. try and pick a tool that is relevant to what you do as opposed to feeling overwhelmed and wanting to dabble in all different things. So, you know, our SEO department, they're, they're trialing SEO tools. Yep. Content department are trialing tools to help with content production. You know, us on calls every day, we're using tools like Avoma. Like figure out what tool or like department within AI. Yep. And then try those tools out. Exactly. And one at a time. You know what I mean? Give that tool space, see how it goes. And then if you're happy with it, great. If you're not, then move on to your next. Yeah. Otherwise, it becomes really overwhelming exactly. and distracting. Yeah, 100%. And this, we're all about, we like shiny new toys, but we don't want them to be a distraction for yeah. us or our clients. Mm. Well, I hope uh, there was definitely something in there 
I, I enjoy talking about this stuff. Likewise. I think there's lots of other distractions we could talk about, um, <laughs> unwork related, uh, on a Friday afternoon. But that was uh, it was a good one, Linda. I think before we completely finish, if you liked that idea of chat GPT and AI and all that sexy stuff that's going on, I mentioned how they ask you answer summit before, but I'm doing it again. The th- I'm going to get the date right. Hold on. The 31st of Are October. You sure? Yeah, it's Tuesday, the 31st of October (laughs) in Homebush, Sydney, New South Wales. Uh, We have clients coming from Perth, New Zealand, America. So if you are in New South Wales, you have no reason to not come if they're coming that far. Uh, And you've got Moby Sadiq talking about beyond ChatGPT, how AI will transform your business and marketing. And then yours truly, Linda, talking about seven killer AI prompts for marketers to use immediately. So you guys are going to be in for a real treat with lots of sexy stuff being talked about that day. If you're keen and you want to come, hit us up and we'll get you guys some special promotional tickets for being awesome marketing mentor listeners. (laughs) Tasha, when are you going to stop talking? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm done. (laughs) Anything else you want to add, Linda? No, T, I think you wrap us up. (laughs) Holy guacamole. That was awesome. I need a drink. (laughs) All right. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. (laughs) See you guys.